Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Today on the podcast, back by popular demand, whatever, <laughs> Julie Woodruff, uh, and so we are talking all things groups, right? Life group, D yes. group. Uh, this podcast here to help you just in tr- and to get really practical. Today we are going to focus in specifically on the D group environment, and we're going to talk about something that. I don't know if you've ever had this, Julie, but somebody talks about how it can be difficult sometimes to balance commitment and grace. Ah, yes, yeah. right. Yes, it's great a, question. That's a great. yeah, great question. Yes. What's your answer? How do you right? do that? Yes, yes. <laughs> this is a topic that I think this is something we all feel. Man, do I do I? Whenever somebody doesn't bring a discipline, doesn't bring their here journal or their scripture memory, do I come? Do I come down on it? Do I you know? Okay, understand it. Give it a pass. And so, when do I kind of lean in and say, "Hey, we said we we said we were going to do this in the covenant," and when do I show that grace? Because not all of us have perfect days. And so today, that's going to be the topic we're going to talk about. We're going to try to help you kind of see how to approach this. Ultimately, this is one that takes a lot of wisdom and discernment on you as the leader. And so we're going to give you some practical things to think through. But this is going to be something that you're going to have to rely on, that you're going to need to pray over. But what I want to do is I kind of want to give us a visual here. And I'm a good old country boy. So this is getting you and you appreciate it both from our Louisiana roots. That's right. (laughs) That's exactly right. This is going to be a country boy illustration of how I think about balance and grace and commitment. Okay. So if you ultimately, these are not exclusive. You need both. If you have commitment though, with no grace, it's, it is going to be legalism. It's going to lend towards legalism where we think we have to earn our salvation. Mm -hmm. And then the other side of it is grace without correct, with, without commitment is going to be licentiousness. It's a big word That's from a, a boy from a That's a big word. That's impressive. That's actually. right, right? Yes. So legalism and license or licentiousness is this idea that, hey, I can just keep sinning because grace abounds, yeah. which Paul tells us is not we're supposed to, you know, is not how we are ought to right. live. And so ultimately, here's the country boy illustration. These are ditches on a road. And balancing it is where we stay on the road in the middle. Legalism on one side, licenses on the other. If you get too extreme into the to the commitment with no grace, it goes into legalism. Too much on grace with no commitment goes into license. And so for us, what we've got to do is how do we find balance? And again, the country boy illustration is if you've ever been in a, in a dirt road, sometimes it has a rut, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's been past history where a truck has gone into a ditch or whatever. And so we all kind of carry in ruts that kind of lean us one way. So for me, if I'm going to err on one side, a lot of times it's probably going to be on too much commitment and Mm. not enough grace. Um, And so I have to know, man, Vic, this is where I will go naturally on my own if I'm not praying through this. Do you have a leaning between legalism or license? Yeah, honestly, you know, when I think about my personality, it's more commitment. But, boy, I want more grace. Right. And so (laughs) I want to receive grace. I want to give commitment. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. But I I do uh, the grace portion of that, I think, is critical because I think if we um, just spend all of our time on the rules, uh, 
that does not promote relationship. And a D group is is about growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus, but a part of that too is doing life with one another That's and right. growing in relationship. And so um, I, I have found in different groups that I have done that that I came thinking that we were going to do the one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. and yet someone in my group had was struggling with something or we needed to div- right. pivot a little bit to say, you know, maybe we just need to spend some time with you or praying over you or talking. Right. And so because they had had a bad week, they had not done their hair journal or because yeah. they had, they had memorized their verses. And, um, so we have to show grace, I That's think right. in those circumstances, because if we don't, um, then we, uh, if we don't prioritize grace, I think we find ourselves drifting and mm. we drift towards self uh, dependence and self justification, oh, you know? Good. And so we, we want to, we want to um, remember that our effort doesn't save us. The I discipline mean, doesn't save us. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we've got to create an environment where there are relationships over rules mm, um, because the rules are good and they keep us toeing the line. But um, the the disciplines really are just a tool. They're not yeah, the goal. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good, yeah. So that's that, and, and as you're kind of explaining, this is that a commitment without grace yeah. uh, environment. And yeah. so when we have that, I love, I love that idea of the self-dependent self-justification where we put it all on ourselves, which is exhausting. That's, yeah. It's a burden. Yeah. Um, what, what else do you see in, in those environments where if we as a leader – don't uh if we have all commitment no grace what what else do we usually see there well i think you know it's a we call them out but we don't call them up mm, you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. and and so we find ourselves on that legalistic end of it where it's all about the rule and right. um the condemnation that that we use it never pushes people to the cross you yeah, know jesus there was the balance for him of grace and truth and and uh, yes as i said jokingly at the very beginning you know i want to hold them to a standard but they're they're weeks i don't get my verse memorized that's right that's <laughs> they're right. weeks you know as as far you as my hair goes or that's else exactly it may come back right <laughs> right that's exactly right so um i think it's important to remember that tension there. Um, and, yeah. and I also think, I, or I would ask you, what do you think um, is the danger of not prioritizing commitment? Yeah. I th- so that's that flip side, yeah. right? And so um, I think, you know, this one's easy again, if my, my, my tendency is to go towards commitment, you know, it's, it's easy for me to get excited about this one and say, man, you need commitment. This mm-hmm. is why this is important. Um, I think what you see is if you don't, you really have a watered down discipleship group. Yeah. It's, you know, what separates it from a life group that maybe has people who come in or out? Like what separates it from um, all the other areas in your life? The D group is supposed to be a place where it says, man, we are committing to a season of accelerated spiritual growth where we are going to really, we are going to pursue the Lord intentionally and at a level that most of us haven't done before. Right. And so whenever you don't have that, it's like, man, it loses what's so special about it and what makes it such a transformative season of your life. Mm-hmm. And so I think one thing I always think through is we we never drift towards holiness. Oh, truth. That ne- yeah. You know, like I have never just woken up not giving Jesus any thought and finish the day following him closer, yeah. having better intimacy like it with him. And it's never happened where, man, I just, you know, 
I just didn't really think much about scripture memory, didn't meditate on his word, but boom, I showed up to D group and yeah. I had the Sermon on the Mount yeah. memorized. Yeah. I, I've got an illustration that goes with that. <laughs> oh, that I boy. think it's hilarious. I started this work getting out uh, with a, a trainer about a year ago yeah. and uh, she's, we, she was trying to get to know me and everything. And I said, the one thing you need to know is that I don't do burpees. I, I just am not going to do I, that. I don't, I don't do them either, but there's like, a lot of things I don't do. Yeah, well, I'm, no, that's just not going to be a part of it. So <laughs> uh, we got three or four months into it. Well, the pandemic hits in the middle of our working mm. out. So we, I'm That was at, my excuse too. Yes, but I, I was continuing working out, but I got to, I went to the high school track one day to um, walk and I'm walking around the track and there's a trainer there with a group of people and right. he's uh, helping them work out. And I heard him say, um, okay, now we're going to do a burpee. Mm-hmm. And they did exactly what I had been doing. It was just called by another day. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. It was good for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, it was good for me. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. But it, she called it by another name. And yet I, what I didn't know was I was doing burpees all along. You know? <laughs> so we That's will right. drift. Had I not had that accountability in my life, right. I would have just done my own thing and I would have never followed through with it. Mm. But having that, yeah. you know, uh, helped me stay uh, the course. And I just think that's necessary. Well, and you mentioned in there that it was a benefit to you. And like, I think that's the same with all physical exercise stuff. When we train and everything, I never want to go run. I never want to go lift weights. I never want to do that on the front end, but on the back end of it. And when I see how much better I feel, I'm like, man, that was really good for me. It's the same when we train in godliness, that first Timothy four. And and that's what we want for people is, man, we don't drift towards holiness. Like you never can passively follow follow Jesus. It's an active, intentional thing. And it though that, that commitment is what helps us. We want something, ultimately, we want something for them. It's not that we want from you. Um, we really want you to experience the benefits of the abundant life that comes in following Jesus. Absolutely. And so, you know, when we think about it that way, not that we want something from you, but something for you, you realize if there's not commitment, you're robbing yourself and you're robbing others of the opportunity to experience the full blessings of God. Yes. You, you yeah. know, and, and, and that's, that's a different, that frames a different word, man. I, if I'm not doing commitment, I'm, I'm doing you a disservice because you're not experiencing the benefits of following Jesus. And so I want you to experience that because it's sweet. It's good. And I think that's the idea of commitment. It's not this, you got to prove yourself. It's we want something for you. That's exactly right. And so, that's exactly right. And I never want to be the weakest link. No. You know what I'm true. saying? Yeah, I mean, you, you, the accountability portion of uh, uh, the commitment part of a D group, I think, is vital because on my own and left my own, yeah. I would never, you know, do those things. Or I, right. or I would I slack every single time. But knowing I've got a group that is going to hold me accountable mm-hmm. and going to um, be there, you know, to, to help me commit to that is mm-hmm. so, so helpful. Yeah, absolutely. I think, well, and I think too, you know, you kind of hit on something that but that I would say before we kind of move into our solution side of this uh, episode, I would say on the problem is that like the commitment, if we water that down and we lose that accountability, what happens is that impact, the impact of our actions spread mm-hmm. is this idea that community, like when I have people hold me accountable, man, I, I function differently. And ultimately, we influence one another. This that uh, the verse a little leaven leavens the whole loaf. That's right. Yeah, you, you know. And so, what happens is with D groups that ha- are struggling with commitment issues, they didn't get there overnight. Mm-hmm. What happened is one person did it, another person observed it, the leader permitted it, 
and then the cycle continues, yep. right? That's the right. second person yeah. came without the hear journal, and then the third person, and then we didn't show up. And so ultimately, when we don't hold the commitment, what happens is we rob the individual of experiencing the blessing of God. We rob the group, right? But then we rob future groups That's right. because what's in, introduced gets reproduced. That's and so, so true. Yeah. If my group struggled with scripture memory, barely did it, my next generation one probably won't even include it. Absolutely. And so I just think so. You know, we've we've talked a lot. There's the danger of grace with no uh, commitment and commitment with no grace. Mm-hmm. And you see, those are those two ditches: the legalism, the license. And I think where I would start is know yourself. As the, yeah, as the leader, good. you have those predetermined kind of leanings, those ruts for right. this country boy, right, mm-hmm. that is going to take you to one end. Man, I'm, I'm always going to give grace, and I probably don't hold that commitment high enough. Mm-hmm. Or, man, I really love structure. I like commitment. I probably need to be more sensitive and be more uh, grace-giving. Know that about yourself, and it's going to help you find that better balance because it's imperative, not just for you, but for your group that so you find true. that balance. Yeah. So we've done a lot of the problem. Uh, hopefully we've put attention. And if you're listening at this point, you're saying, that sounds really difficult. Yeah. I would say you're hearing us correctly. <laughs> it exactly. is, right? I mean, we have done D groups between us, Julie. I mean, we've done, I don't know how many, many, many years of discipling people. Mm-hmm. This is still a struggle yeah. for me. I mean, yeah, I agree. I do not feel like I find it uh, every week that I'm like, oh, this is the exact way to handle yeah. this. So if you're feeling that tension, that's that's good. Mm-hmm. You're hearing us right. Let's uh, shine a little hope here. Let's give some practical stuff. How can someone balance grace and commitment together? How can they do that well in their D group environment? What would you say? Well, a saying that we like to use around here is love first, lead second. But always do both. I like that saying. Yes. And um, we, uh, I like it too. As a matter of fact, Vic Green, because did you come up with that? Is that <laughs> no, original? No, did you read that? <laughs> It is. I really champion it. Yes, you do. But I've got I've got some good mentors that have shared that one. But I love it. I I think it is so true. Explain it for those. Yes. Why Why do we love it? What does it mean on our team? And how does that relate with our group? Yeah. Well, we always want to think about the person, and in a D group, we always want to think about the individuals, and and we always love them first, and and sometimes. when we lead them, we have to say some hard things. We have mm-hmm. to do some hard things. And if we've loved them first, then they're ready to receive what we have mm, as good. we lead them. So um, we want to always do both of them. But but um, also, we we got to always keep the person in mind. Yeah. You know, um, I've had D groups where I had to ask a person to leave because mm. they were not doing one thing that we had that they had committed to or that the whole group was doing. And so it was like I talked about a little bit ago, the weakest link, it really was affecting the whole group. And so I've had that situation, but then I've had other situations where I, if I was just wanting to be legalistic about it, would have said, you need to get on out of here because you're affecting the whole group. And yet I knew that person, I knew her story, and so right. I was able to, to, I didn't do that. I kept her in the group, and, and we kept ministering, and we kept loving and um, showing grace toward her, and, and the thing to do at one time was the right thing to help that person, but mm. the second time, it was not the right thing. So so knowing yeah. the person that you're dealing with um, and, and discern, this is another important thing, I think, that we need to 
to discern when to be gracious and we need to discern when we're being passive because yeah. it's real easy. Nobody wants mm, to have good. those conversations. No one. And <laughs> if you do, then we need to have a different conversation. That's exactly right. Um, uh, so we don't extend grace because it's easier, right? It never right. is. Um, uh, we have to make those decisions because we, we love the person, but, it, but, passivity in that situation harms them and harms the group sometimes too. So um, rather than saying, you know, let's, you're out of here. Let's, yeah. you know, pull them aside and have a conversation mm-hmm. with them to just say, are you struggling with something that you're not sharing? What's going on? And, mm-hmm. and, and always love first rather than, uh, and lead second. That's good. Yeah, I I, I love that um, the gracious and passive uh, tension there because I think that's ultimately we're trying to figure out, man, is it is it right not to bring something up because they had a hard week or right. because man, like they, they that you know this is an outlier, this isn't a pattern, or really is it just easy? It would be easier to just ignore it, mm-hmm. to ignore it, to let it go. And I've 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 done that well some days, but I've done that a lot of times where it really was just easy. Yeah. And so right. I would, I would kind of, I would finish um, with what, like what puts us in the ditch is not our actions, but our motives. Yeah. You know, ultimately the, when we are too extreme in commitment and we move to legalism where, man, you've got to do this, you got, you know, and it's all about your performance or license where it's just abusing grace. That's a hard issue. And I think for us, we've got to not, we've got to really ask questions to get to the heart of issues, mm-hmm. both for us as the leader when I feel a check in my spirit, and that's why that question you mentioned of is it right or is it easy, yeah. passive versus uh, being gracious, that helps. If you're trying to figure out, man, is this really just the, a commitment? Is this kind of my expectation or is this really right. is it detrimental if we don't hold to this? Yeah. Or is it just kind of an extra thing that I've put on? How is it affecting the group? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's a great question. Yeah. You get to those and it discerns for you, mm-hmm. do I bring it up? Mm-hmm. But also... We talked about this in our pre, in a previous episode, calling up versus calling out, asking questions to them to figure out why they missed it. Yeah. Because there can be, believe it or not, <laughs> there can be good reasons why you didn't have your scripture memorized right. that week. Right. Amen <laughs> and amen. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, and then I would say, you know, if you're there as a leader, what I would recommend is listen to, you know, why don't you get your group and listen to this episode and then talk about it. And just say, hey, how well do you think that we're doing balance and grace and commitment? Yeah. And just get them talking about it. And again, what I would remind you is our past experiences shape our present expectations. What you think is a good balance between grace and commitment is going to be different from somebody else. And I think you, and that's going to help you understand where somebody's coming from. Yeah, you may good. have a more heavy commitment lean and they mm-hmm. have a more grace lean. And what to what is balance? You know, you just got to listen. Um, and some people have a lot of past history there that has shaped what they expect and yes. really what's even healthy sometimes. And right. so we just got to really listen and pray for wisdom and discernment and have compassion. Yeah. Um, that was that love first, lead mm-hmm. second you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would just say where you're off as a leader, where you know your ruts, if you will, and you know where you lean maybe to one ditch more often than not. Man, lead in confession and repentance. That's good. Nobody yeah. expects you to be perfect. Yeah. Nobody expects you to strike the balance perfectly. As we said, we struggle with it still today. But what's most powerful is when you as a leader 
you lead in transparency. And the truth is transparency breeds transparency. That's good. Yes. If you're real, they're going to be right. real. And so don't, don't just sit behind being that leader facilitate really uh, lead out and say, man, I haven't done this best. Yeah. Any yeah. final thoughts on helping our people balance that grace and commitment? I think it's, it's all, as we've already said, but I'll just reiterate it, knowing our people, you know, unless uh, without us knowing them and getting, spending that time to, to invest in them, we want. So, um, that, that gets both areas, I think the, you know, and them understanding at the very beginning, what we're, what we're aiming for and even revisiting, you know, what, what we're trying to do as a group and what we're trying to accomplish and, and them, as you said, understanding, this is for, we want, we desire this for you. Yeah. This is, this is for your good. That's really good. Yeah. I would say for Long Hollow, if you're a group leader at Long Hollow, man, if you have any questions, we would love to help. Julie and her team would be happy because this is one of those places where I just need some wisdom and discernment. This is kind of yeah. a gray area. We'd love to walk alongside you. If you're a church uh, uh, listening in and you're thinking about yours, I would just kind of echo you talked about it's important for the leaders and other people. Same for our pastors to know their church and realize, man, how I set up Deegers, how I talk about it, I need to realize that my people maybe are in an environment that it, it, grace abuse or grace, you know, I've heard refuse where they yeah. don't, they, you know, it's overly committed. Uh, commitment. And so I just think, again, knowing your people and knowing how is this going to be best received. And so we're, we are praying for you guys. Uh, we prayed before this episode. We'll yes. pray again because we know that wisdom and discernment is needed um, as we look to balance grace and commitment. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. If you are a Long Hollow group leader, click the link in the show notes to access resources just for you. If you are a church leader and want to receive free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church, click the link in the show notes or visit replicate.org.